Hello, I'm Peter Mitchell, and welcome to CUDA's series of podcasts, specially designed to inform and support member credit unions. In this episode, I'm joined by Phil Hegarty, CEO of Credit Union Plus. Today, we're going to discuss business lending, and specifically the support that the Solution Centre provides through its BizFin service. So, Phil, just before we start, can you just tell me a little bit about uh, Credit Union Plus, where you guys are based, who you are, a little bit like that? Certainly, and thanks for having me on, Peter. Um, Well, CUP, or Credit Union Plus, it's an amalgamation of five community credit unions through a series of mergers in 2015 and and 2016. So we serve the communities in Navan in County Mead, uh, Bally James Duff in County Cavan, uh, Clamellan and Delvin on the Mead-West Mead border, and Beliver, Kildalki, and Dunshockland in County Mead. So we now have over 52,000 members. Our loan book is over 92 million at the end of July 23, and our loan-to-asset ratio is currently 34%, and that's up from approximately 28% in 2020. So uh, Okay, that's that, that's a, an unusual and very impressive improvement on, on, on your loan-to-asset ratio. Um, can you just tell us then, you know, you obviously went about moving it from the 28 to the 34%, which is, a, which is a huge shift. So how did you do? What was your strategy? You know, why, why, why did you make certain decisions and what did you focus on? Uh, for us, we knew our level of lending was unsustainable at 28%. Um, so we looked at... Uh, really, what are we going to do next? We had to change. So I think, I think, to sort of zoom out and look at the big picture, we looked at the, our strategy from uh, what are we offering our members and which types of members are we serving. Okay. So um, when we were beginning to to work on the strategy, we kind of set out with that simple question: What are we trying to do for members, and what do they want for us? Now. We were very much the traditional community credit union model with just savings and personal loans, and we only had one interest rate for the personal loans. So very, very standard credit union. Um, And as you said at the time, we were 28% lent. So we engaged in market research, which we got a professional company to do. Okay. And to to really just look at what do our members want? And to cut a lot of research down to a simple answer, they actually came back and said, we want you to do everything. Uh, everything that they were being forced to go to a bank or a building society or an insurance broker for, they wanted to do through us as their credit union. And that very much included business loans. Wow. So you decided then you would look at the whole area of business loans. And how did you go about that? Well, when we started with um, business loans, we could have gone by ourselves, but we knew we'd prefer to take a collaborative approach. And we obviously have a great relationship with CUDA. So we reached out to CUDA and they set up a project that involved a couple of credit unions who all were like-minded and wanted to enter the SME space, but had some concerns, understandably, as to whether the level of expertise that was involved, yeah. um, what supports might be in place uh, and the costs. So. Once the, the BizFin project uh, got going, um, they engaged Anne Corrigan at a very, very early stage, and she brought great level of expertise to the project. And we set about designing the, the policies, the procedures, and a standardized product set. But a key thing for, for everybody involved, the board, the management team, the lending team, our risk and compliance officer, uh, th- the key for all of them was quality assurance and how were we going to do that? And there was different choices. You could have had quality assurance at the end, um, but really we wanted to bake it in in the process. So that's a key, I think, differentiator for BizFin and how it's organized. Every single loan that's gone through BizFin has been reviewed by Anne uh, as the expert to make sure it's perfect. 
before she, a decision. She's, she's, like, she's a, a business lending underwriter by trade, basically, isn't she? That, that's her, her background. Absolutely. She's, she's literally decades of experience in it. So while she did provide training to, to all of our employees who are involved in the lending team, essentially they interact with the member. They get the loan rationale and the loan pack of the business loan up to a certain level, uh, attempt to make a decision on it. And then the entire pack and the rationale is submitted to Anne. She does a second review from the ground up. And then she either comes back from seeking more information or agrees with their decision. And then only at that point is the final decision communicated to the member. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you have, you have a number of significant checks and balances. You've brought in this external resource, which is Biz, BizFin. It's part of the Solution Center and part of CUDA uh, to bring in that level of expertise to support you in this expansion. Yeah. Absolutely. And if to, if you think about that, if you were to do that as a standalone credit union, the cost would be prohibitive. But because it's a shared service, it's far more cost effective. Okay. Okay. And then, so when when was that? When did when did when did you kick that off? Was that two or three years ago? Um, yeah. From from memory, the project kicked off in 2020, and I think we launched in 2021, okay. which uh, was in the middle in the middle of COVID. Okay. Uh, but that was when the product launch was set, so we went with it. Um, and and to and to be fair, it's uh, we've still managed to um, approve 1.7 million of loans, even though the first half of the the the, the product's life cycle was actually during COVID. We've still uh, had 1.7 million in approved loans, so it's it's gone well for us, and there's clearly an appetite for it. And obviously, you were dealing with you're dealing with business at a difficult time for some businesses some businesses were flying because they had something that suited COVID and other businesses you know were basically parked uh, and so there was lots of different issues that you needed to contend with there as well absolutely and 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 as you said though so the businesses that were busy were were looking to expand during covid and then there was other ones that were shuttered essentially and essentially it was nearly to to help them get back up and going again and these were solid businesses who who could get back to it really working well once once covid was finished and and essentially you're in a, a normal trading environment and we have the full the full range of businesses it um it, we've had a, a montessori we've had a butchers we've had several farmers loans we've had Lots of different types of uh, loans come through, and they tend to be quite large uh, in comparison to your personal loans. Um, And they also tend to be for a relatively longer period. I think the the average duration is around eight years. Now, you'd have some that might be out as far as 20, but as an average, it's about eight years, and that's much longer. I think our average personal loan at the moment is around three, three, three and a half years. So um, that really helps lengthen the duration, the average duration in your in your loan book so you're not chasing the new sale all the time and so the average size would be what three four times the size of a personal loan something like that oh um more actually for us it's it's, uh, it's almost 10 times right. so okay. and okay. Uh, the average personal loan is in around seven thousand, and the average business loan would be in around 70 so okay um now again you do get large home improvement loans might be a hundred thousand but you only get a few of them and uh yeah. Whereas business loans kind of consistently, uh, the, the average is in the 70s. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. And is this a mixture of secured and unsecured lending or how does yeah, we, we, we have, um, it, it's essentially, we've had, a, we've had a healthy mix at all levels. You know, we've had uh, plenty of unsecured loans up to the 100,000 and several secured loans. And they can be quite nice. You know, personal lending is volatile. You know, it's very heavily based on consumer sentiment and you can have great months and you can have quiet months. So, but if you're having a quiet month on personal loans and we all have our sales targets, yeah. uh, if you if you have, a, you know, 
a 200 plus thousand loan going through for maybe a farmer who's expanding or a business that's uh, putting an extension on their premises. If you've that going through in that month where, where personal lending is quiet, it really does help yeah. keep your sales momentum going. Yeah. Yeah, are you using a, a a term there that's not often used in credit union world, sales, uh, which is which is which, no, which is interesting because at the end of the day, you know, if, if a credit union is going to support its members, uh, it it has to do a volume of lending to enable it to support its members. So it's it's part and parcel of business. It it is indeed, and I suppose when when we say it, and uh, when we say sales, I suppose we would only ever sell anything that's for the benefit of the member. Yeah. So with, you know, uh, where, where sometimes it's it's rare, but occasionally it's right to say no uh, to a member. So you know, you rarely get it in the business context. But say, you know, an example of when it might be right to say no and turn down what could be a sale would be, you know, if you've got a nineteen year old looking for fifty grand for a BMW to to get to his job in a supermarket and to college, you know it's right to say no to that loan even if they can't afford it um so so yeah. when we talk about sales essentially we're talking about ethical selling you know selling for the benefit of the member and it's just flipped that the other way if if you're not actively selling and actively getting out there and telling the member about the benefits of the loans whether they're personal or business or mortgages or anything else if you're not doing it your competitors are doing it and and they're going to go with them and then they might find themselves in a situation where they've got you know an unsecured loan you know up the street with a competitor but that doesn't have the built-in loan protection that all credit unions offer yeah so then when it does happen unfortunately you know members pass away earlier than they expect yeah uh, the family is left with a debt whereas if they came to us they wouldn't have that situation so you know credit unions as, as a sector you know, I think I think a lot of us have, but you know, we, we, we sort of have to get past the hang up of selling. It's 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 ethical selling. It's positive selling for the benefit of the member. It's it's not selling at all costs. Absolutely, absolutely. It's but it's communication. Uh, it's ensuring that if a member is going to borrow for, for for a need that they have and they can afford to repay it, you want them to borrow from you rather than borrow from from another institution. Absolutely, and you, and you have a superior product to offer, yeah. so you're doing the member a favour by making them aware of it. Yeah, very good. Okay, so so having having sort of made the decision, having put the correct supports uh, in in place, how did you go about marketing this the the you know this new service that you were offering members? Well, I suppose like like all credit unions, if you're about to launch an, any new product or service, you sort of leverage the connections you have into into the community, and, and and we all have you know we all have plenty of them, whether that's through employees and their relationship, board members, and and local groups that you might be involved in. So for us, that involved became uh, becoming a member of the Business Networking International here in Mead, and uh, so they're. Uh, business referral group that meet weekly okay. and that's been very good for us uh, in terms of getting referrals in and uh, we also built out our relationships with local professional advisors so the likes of accountants and solicitors practices so that they can refer their clients to the credit union and make them aware when uh, a business lending need arises yeah. that's that's proved quite good for us and uh, we also engage with um our local county enterprise organization so for us that's Mead enterprise um and we I suppose the two opportunities came up at the same time. Uh, we we had a need separately for a business continuity outlet separate from our main office. Okay. And 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 Mead Enterprise actually rent out units uh, to to SMEs uh, in their premises about two kilometres from our main office. So we actually went and for our business continuity site, we rented out one of their units. So we're now actually a tenant, and we've a fully fitted out office there, so we can meet people up there if need be. And also then by being a tenant, we're at all of their events and we're always promoting business 
business lending to both their tenants and their wider network. So, so that's what also worked out quite well for us. Um, we've also attended Agri Marts, um, you know, to connect with yeah. the rural membership. Yeah. I'd say in excess of forty percent of the value of our business loans has been to farmers actually, and that would have been an area what we didn't traditionally have a strong yeah. lending presence in. So that that's worked quite well for us. And I suppose in general, just just being out and about and making ourselves available to speak at events when they arise, whether that's in hours or after hours or at weekends, just being available. Um, I think I would say though that you, you do need to be persistent. It requires a constant effort to change a community's perception. Yeah. Um, if, if you've been saying no to, to business lending for decades, um, it takes effort to get the message to land yeah. with the community that you can now say yes to business loans. So, so I'd say you do have to stick with it, but it, but it does pay off. Yeah, you know, that's that's certainly the case. It does, yeah. People need to be told, oh, well, I need to be told, for example, about things two and three times before it finally seems <laughs> something is different than I perceived it to be. And would you also do it in the in, in the actual, in your branch itself, in the main branches itself, where, you know, where, where you know, look, that's that guy is a sole trader, he runs his own business, uh, he's in here on his personal stuff. He's got his, you know, savings account. He's got his car loan here, but we don't know his business. We've never seen his business. He's doing that somewhere else. Would somebody broach it with him and say, "Look, if you have a if you have a business, uh, you know, lending need or borrowing need, you should talk to us." No, absolutely. And that's where having your employees being aware of the full product set and understanding it and and for the front line, not to maybe overcomplicate for them so that if they identify it for them, it's nice and simple. You know, they've got a queue in front of them, lots of transactions to get done. They mightn't have all the knowledge about the the, the business loans and the intricacies of it, yes. but just that they have enough knowledge that they can have a, an interesting but short conversation with the with the member and then have maybe what we have is that they, they have our business development uh, personnel they have their cards actually at their desk so they can say oh well listen you know i see yourself employed there you know if you ever need a business loan you know you can give Stephen or sharon a call and and here's their details and then you know they might pop an email off to off to the business lending team or uh, the business lending team or the business development guys yeah. uh, you know to, to follow up with the member and that that has that has quite worked quite well and we also have you know the usual physical signage and videos and that type of thing playing in the office all the time as well and your yeah digital marketing and all that kind of stuff or or maybe just social media would probably pick up a little bit as well possibly yeah, we we've a, a, quite quite an active um, both Facebook and and LinkedIn uh, profile uh, for this, and we did actually use uh, the CUDA Solution Center helped us get um, uh, quite a few business lending videos where we got testimonials and videos, and they've worked quite well for us. A lot of people have come to us saying, "I've seen the video; it's great. I'd like to do ABC." So um, th- those video testimonials are great, and and we were actually surprised that members would be willing to participate in them because it's a very daunting thing to say, "Will you go yeah. on camera?" But they were actually also happy with the service they got because they obviously, these are established businesses that have been dealing with banks for years and they felt that the service they were getting was declining. The standard of service was declining over time. Yeah. And then when they needed something and tried or chance trying the credit union, um, they dealt with one person from beginning to end. Uh, they had their direct line, the direct email address, the decision was being made locally. And, it, and once all the information came in, they had a decision in about a week, sometimes a little bit quicker. And that was, which we didn't realize, that was immensely quicker than their experience with the banks, where it was taking five, six weeks to try and get a decision. And sometimes that decision might be, we need more information. So for them to just deal with one person and have a decision within yeah. five days, they thought that was fantastic. So I think that's a key selling point we didn't realize we had until after we launched 
that that personal connection is really really valued by the local business community so they like the personal connection they like this the, the speed of it is is important because obviously they've made a decision in relation to their business that they have a they have a borrowing need and they want to plan in relation to you know if they can get the need or if they can't get the, if they can't get that loan so they need a decision reasonably quickly to enable them to plan it and if they have to wait you know six eight weeks for that decision it makes it very difficult to run their business to make other decisions in their business while they have that vacuum in terms of information absolutely and even you know sometimes anecdotally they told us that business opportunities for them actually they lost the business opportunity because it took so long to get the decision on the finance and uh, through the bizfin project when we were at the research stage we ran focus groups and we had participants from Mead, Mead Enterprise, the Small Firms Association, local business people, and they all said, you know, we don't mind how much documentation you ask us for, because we, we had a perception that the, the quantity of documents you ask at the beginning might be a factor that could put people off. But they actually, the research said they didn't mind that. What they what they minded was the fact that you didn't ask for everything at the start. So you're going yeah. back multiple times looking yeah, for things. Yeah. And, what, and what they coined as a phrase, which came out of the research as, as the slow no, that, that essentially the institution didn't want to say no. So they just kept asking for more information to delay it. So eventually they give up. So they said, please just ask us for everything up front and don't give us a slow, a slow no. If you want to say no, just say no quickly and we can move on to, to, to your point that they can make plans. Yeah. Don't leave them in limbo. So um, thankfully for us, we've a, we've a 90% approval rating, so we're not saying no too often. We are picky, but I think the initial, the initial conversations and yeah. uh, the types of relationships we have, remember, it weeds out the ones yeah. that might be, be said no to at a very early stage anyway many of them don't even bother pr progressing to an application um and then the ones that do come through are, are essentially relationship managers from beginning to end so you give them a decent steer at the start saying look there's there's it, you know that that well, what you're proposing there is really unlikely to be approved so let's not waste each other's time in terms of getting documentation together and putting in the process you give them a steer on that and obviously that that's rare enough the majority of cases it's a good, it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's a logical, uh, you know, it's a logical loan and you should be able to go ahead with it. Absolutely. And if the person is serious about it, then when you're saying, you know, you need um, so many months bank statements and we need, you know, the business plan for the larger ones, et cetera, et cetera, and you need security for, you know, if it's several hundred thousand, then, you know, uh, the professional business people or, or farmers who, uh, they, they fully expect that, uh, you know, whereas if it's somebody who's, you know, has just had an idea last week, you know, that tends to, yeah. Let's put them off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, just just quickly then, who 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 are you lending to? Is it is it companies? Is it sole traders? Partners? Or a comp I assume it's a combination of all, isn't it? It, it is indeed, actually. Yeah, um, it's it's how it just happened to have worked out is it's uh, sixty five percent of our applications are from sole traders, about twenty percent from companies, and and twelve uh, percent from partnerships. And uh, we've also had a, a community loan come in that way as well. Okay. Um. So 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 from a, a community group uh, who needed who needed a loan for uh, development of that in, in the in the community. So it's it's a broad it's a broad spectrum. Uh, okay, okay, and you've so you, you've you've brought it from twenty eight percent to thirty four percent in what about three years in terms of in terms of your your loan to asset ratio. That's correct. Yeah. And so where where do you go from here? Do, do you do you see this this momentum? Like obviously it's 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 hard to maintain this level of momentum. But do you see the thirty four percent potentially? Will you hold on to the thirty four, or do you think you might be able to bring it a little bit further? 
it, we're, we're hopeful that we can bring it a little bit further and we would see that business loans and, and mortgages, which we also do through CUDA, as, as a key component to that. Yeah. Again, the, the personal loans, because they're at the better interest rate, would still always be your main business as a credit union. Yeah. Yeah, and you need it, and you need it to be in terms of maintaining that you know healthy average interest rate across your loan book. Yeah, of course. But, but as I mentioned, these business loans and mortgages they really help the choir amounts on personal loans, and and also we very much from a strategic perspective have taken a relationship management uh, approach across all our strategy. So we very much want to provide for all of our members' needs. That that's what they asked for in the research, and we were very deliberate about rolling out. Um, all the product sets. So in, in the short time uh, that you mentioned there, we've rolled out mortgages. We loan, ro- rolled out business loans first, actually, through BizFin, okay. then mortgages, uh, current accounts uh, with the debit card. That's through Payac. And uh, we also upgraded our app at the time um, to complement the Payac service. And we've been a, a member of the People Insurance Project from the beginning. So we've, we've gone from your very simple yeah. savings and loans yeah. model to trying to look after everything. And what we found then is you get over time, you gradually get a, a greater share of wallet of the members. So they start believing, well, you are a genuine contender. We can do most things through you that we that we formerly had to go elsewhere. And actually, you can see, you know, people who got people insurance last year are renewing this year. Yeah. Having people insurance complements business lending because sometimes you need key person insurance. Yeah. And there's a product for that with people insurance. With the mortgages, you can get the life insurance through people. Now, obviously, the members don't have to, but... Yeah. A lot of them, a lot of them do because of the convenience, and it's also a great service. So you're building and deepening that relationship with the members. So that, from a strategic, long-term business model perspective, that's very, very much the way we want to go and continue. And we're hopeful that that will then help us maintain that momentum in building our loan-to-asset ratio. So it makes you a full-service provider, in effect. In effect. Um, yes, and then tell me in terms of in terms of dealing. Just so my final question then in terms of dealing with the, the solution center and going forward and that, uh, do you you've you've learned a huge amount in terms of business lending in terms of mortgage lending? Do, do you continue? Will you continue to need the support of the solution center going forward? Um, I think we will, um, and, and my my sense is it's something we'll probably always have in place. Um, the, the one thing I would say, so we have a business lending team. Uh, or our full lending team, I should say, who, who look after business loans, personal and mortgages. And we've, you know, six or seven people in it. Yeah. Um, with, with And while they're very, very busy all the time with personal loans, you don't get a huge volume of business loans or indeed mortgages. So, And, and that's okay because you don't need a huge volume yeah. uh, to, to make it work from a cost-benefit perspective because they're so such large loans. Um, but it's hard then for the, for the underwriter to build up uh, a, a really deep knowledge of SME lending uh, because they only get the opportunity to do one every so often. Yeah. Now, now I would I would say since we launched, the the lending team really have embraced it and they are really really confident now. And the vast majority of time when they're sending the packs through to Anne, uh, you know, it, it, there might be some slight improvements, but but they're ninety nine percent there. But but also then coming back to the membership, it's very very diverse and how a retail outlet behaves or how a factory behaves or how a farm behaves is very different and that's where the centralized solution center with the likes of Anne working in it adds great value because they can actually interrogate the cash flows interrogate the accounts and maybe pick up things that the underwriter hasn't picked up because it is so diverse and there is that relatively lower volume coming through um that expert opinion at the uh, uh, before the decision is made and communicated back to the member that makes all the difference and and even from the the board's perspective the the risk and the compliance um 
for them that that's a serious level of comfort to have that they know that there's no poorly underwritten business loans going out into the market you know when when the yeah. loans are that big yeah you, ha- you they have to be perfect because they'll hit your bottom line very fast if they're not and um you know that the level of underwriting and the quality of those loans has been really really excellent and that is thanks to the solution center and and so i couldn't see us moving away from that model anytime soon okay okay sounds good sorry just one final final question on this um, the the lending limits uh, are you bumping off your lending limits with all this expansion or has that been an issue for you uh, no, it really hasn't been an issue for us. Um, you know, the lend, uh, uh, the lending limits obviously increased a couple of years ago when when they changed the, the regulations. So for us, um, we've approved about one point seven million of loans. Some of them, you know, are working capital loans; they get paid back quite quickly. And other ones, um, you know, are longer term loans to purchase properties. We also uh, have mortgages going, um, but we we still have within the existing rules. We still have lots of capacity, and that's without even applying for the extension, which you can apply for to the central bank. So I'd, at the moment, we don't see the current limits as as a particular issue for us. We're, we're using what we have. Uh, we don't see them as an impediment uh, and, and a need to slow down with them. And and equally, again, back to the that point of changing communities' perception, you're. It, when you turn on business loans, it's highly unlikely you're going to be inundated with lots and lots of business loans because if you haven't done them before, you've been saying no to them. Yeah. So it does actually yeah. take time to build them up. And and that helps in a lot of ways. It helps with your asset liability management. Uh, it helps your team build up their confidence. You're not inundated with a new product you don't know how to handle. So a, a gradual building of your SME loan book is a good thing from every perspective. So so for us anyway, at the moment, the, the limits are, are not an issue. Okay, okay. Okay, that concludes our podcast on business lending and specifically on the support offered by the Solution Center. I hope this conversation helps listeners understand the potential for this line of business. I'd like to thank Phil Hegarty, CEO of Credit Union Plus, for sharing his significant expertise in the subject. I, I hope you all found it of use. And if you did, don't forget to listen to our other podcasts in the same series. Thank you.